You're listening to The Sauropod. I'm Tom McCartan, and this is Breach of Etiquette. There are a series of tenets that one must adhere to, and when they're not adhered to, you're out of bounds, buddy. (laughs) You're out of bounds. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breach of Etiquette, Season 3, Episode 1. Um, what happened? You know, the last thing that I knew is that we were over here talking about seafold towels and trying to go to the bathroom at work, and now we are sitting here locked in our damn houses. I, I, I'm sort of at a loss. I don't... It feels kind of weird to even be doing this, but I do think that it's it's really important. Um, you know, you may have you may have noticed that it has been a second since season two ended, and clearly, a lot of things have happened between then and now. We were all ready to start season three. Um, I had the whole thing mapped out, like we had a whole we had a whole sort of season arc set up. I had wonderful barbs and bon mots all set i had insights into you know the proper way to do all sorts of things um but something you know came along that completely derailed not just our ability to even like record these fucking things but also the entire basis for their existence because at its core breach of etiquette is about how we interact with each other And clearly, this has fundamentally changed, and maybe it has fundamentally changed forever. But at this point, you know, I I didn't want to just jump right into this because, uh, you know, nobody had any concept of of what the hell was going on. I mean, down was up, up was down, everything was sixes and sevens, and nines even. (laughs) But for me, I think at this point, and luckily for the rest of you, that that the for me the fog is really starting to dissipate a little bit and i've started to notice and started to actually be able to uh to be able to outline in my mind an entirely new etiquette paradigm and i it's it's one that's more important than ever before because we're not just talking about social faux pas anymore the ideas that we talked about in the first two seasons things like you know the concept of perfect zero Kissing contests and handicapped bathroom stalls, uh, familial psychological warfare. You know, these things aren't just about behavior as it relates to not being a dick anymore. But now it's also about, it's about pure morality. Like the actual concept of like a categorical morality. Life and death. The way you behave doesn't just tell me whether or not you're a total fucking dingus. But it's also about your capacity to be a dead-eyed killer. And I can't really abide that. So, you know, a line has been drawn and what side of that line are you going to be on? Because nowadays, like if, you know, let's say I'm so unfortunate to have to stop at a rest area and use a urinal and you come in and use the one right next to me, despite multiple and myriad other options, like you're not just, you know, some weird chud with like a dirty piss kink, but you're also capable of true evil real evil and i'm I, you, you may think i'm joking but i'm not 
I am 100% serious. So as we sort of watch people behave in this moment, we're offered this rare glimpse into some typically, you know, hidden reaches of humanity. And, and in these moments, you know, the past, the present, and the future become even more clear. Because if you're one of those people who, you know, one of those smarty pants people who sits around and says things like, you know, I know how I would have behaved in this whatever horrible bullshit piece of history. You know, I would have, I would have spoken out against this and that. I would have done this or whatever. I would have been on the right side of history, but you're walking around like, uh, you know, you know, some assholes, just something to do. Like you're doing that now. I know what side of history you would have been on in the past because for everyone, you know, John Brown that there was, there were a lot more of you motherfuckers who were just, uh, you know, who were just not putting their damn mask on because what starts out as a breach of etiquette in times of relative ease and peace can very, 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 very quickly morph into atrocity and mass murder because one day you're leaving the bathroom stall door open and the next day you're shoveling babies into an oven because some asshole told you to. You know, how you behave when the chips are down determines the course of things. And right now, the chips are way down, like all the way down. So my point here is that in these times, diagnosing, avoiding, and yes, rectifying motherfuckers, breaches of etiquette is more important than ever. That's why we are here. Look, we might not get through this. The whole shit house might go up in flames. Okay. But I will be damned if I don't give in without a fight. Because if you don't fight the bastards, the bastards will win. To help in that fight, we've got the whole sword pod crew. So let's get into it, folks. And let's uh let's introduce who we've got with us today. But we're going to start with Justin. So, Justin, give us a little bit of background about where you're coming from. Tom, great intro, by the way. I just want to, you know, that was a sweet John Brown shout out. The fucking, the, you know, gosh bless the meteor, right? He was taking yeah. care of business down then. But yeah, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. That now, more than ever, I think this show is a vital conduit of information. It's going to be a distillation of the uh, tragic times in which we live and how we navigate them. I'm just uh, pleased to be a part of it. Great. Coming to you and from you, uh, from Iceland, by the way. And you are? Oh, I'm Justin. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next. Hey, Tom. Chelsea Doyle here uh, from Dearborn, Michigan. Really happy to be here. Uh, felt a little indicted about your comment regarding shoveling babies into an oven. Uh, like I mentioned, That's- the babies were already dead. I was, just, <laughs> you know, putting them somewhere for safekeeping. You're just trying to be tidy more than I was. Guys. I yeah. was. And I, yeah. I kind of thought I made that clear when I told you guys about the baby opening. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to kind of talk about a few things. I feel like, uh, you know, everything and nothing is happening all at once. Um, and I get a lot of my. Uh, I don't know, social insight from social media. And I'm just excited mm. to kind of chat with you guys about it mm-hmm. and uh, lay down some, some mm-hmm. laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Happy to have you next. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> this is Finn. 
and I'm here and I'm ready to draw some lines in the sand. Yeah, it's necessary. I'm, it's super necessary and I'm so ready. That's all I got. Let's right. do this. I guess I'll go. Um, hi, my name is Shrishma. Um, I'm an anti-masker. <laughs> oh, this is going to be Come great. On <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> she's a button pusher no, I'm just, <laughs> that's what i am <laughs> yeah. but i think it'll be interesting to play a uh, devil's advocate in all these arguments so that's maybe what i'm gonna do today no i can't wait <laughs> and last but not least hi it's Catherine sherlock here currently in iceland um yeah this is i'm very interested to see where this goes um I guess I like to see downhill really quickly argument. <laughs> and also there's a definition of like who we're aiming this at. There's the, I guess there's maybe it's the people who are making a, an actual active decision to not do a thing to keep everybody else safe and all that. Um, but then there's the, there's the downright stupid <laughs> group of people yeah, you know, I mean, with the, with the inability we- to assimilate information and put it into action That's i love just, it just what do we do what what do we do with them oh. you know I great know. <laughs> so that's the crew we've got an international we're internationally uh recognized internationally affiliated <laughs> uh okay so so for today's episode here's how i how i kind of want to do this and maybe it'll work maybe it won't but um you know, just sort of, sort of generally speaking. So I want to kind of treat this as an intro into some topics, some breaches of etiquette, some broad stuff in the age of COVID. Um, And throughout the season, if this works, we can, we can dive, we can really dive in episodes into like what, you know, into the specific aspects of stuff. But right now let's kind of get the juices flowing and and just have an open and honest discussion and less you're coming at me with bullshit, then be dishonest because I don't want to hear it. Um, so let's just, I don't, I'm trying to do like taglines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're succeeding. Yep. Yeah, I okay. think we got them. Yep. Okay, good. So to set the state, so, so, <laughs> but I'm just, yeah. Yep. Write yep. down. So, so, so here's the deal. So here, here's the deal. So we'll, we'll sort of set this stage. Um, I think this is some basic ground rules that we can kind of live with, right? So we live in, we're living in a world now where there's a highly contagious airborne virus that globally has killed about 3% of the people who've gotten it. The, the further away you stray from being young, white, and rich, the more likely you are to die from it. And almost half the time, about 40%, you don't know you even have it. So. Uh, but you can still spread it. So those are some kind of like basic realities for how this thing works. And I, we're not, I don't, I won't, you know, I'm not a doctor. Thank you for not pretending to be a doctor. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying those are numbers. I just Googled and I found them and, and whatever, like I, you know, split hairs here. Right. So, so does anybody have anything that they want to start with? Or, uh, or do you want, should I just start talking about something? Chelsea, do you want to start with talking about a situation that you had? Yeah, for sure. So I, I feel like one thing I've been forced to reconsider in the era of this pandemic is helping people. 
um, and what we're allowed to do and what we should do. Um, I was recently traveling with a companion and we were driving down a somewhat rural road. Uh, no, no. All right, yep. No. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, what? That? Traveling with a companion? Down a dirt road? <laughs> this is like from Canterbury Tales. Yeah. So you're in a closed car it was, it was the with bishop. You, okay. outside of your COVID bubble. No masks, clearly. This person is not part of my household, but is in my COVID bubble. Okay. Hmm. We did, we were not wearing masks. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. So, and you come upon a... Sure. So, we're driving down the road, somewhat rural environment, and we see a baby. It's a baby. Um, it's a human of a young age that's wearing a diaper and no shirt, no socks, no service. Is it standing um, up? The baby is standing up, but it's 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 teetering, it's tottering. Well. Right. So like it's a pretty young baby. It has only a diaper on and it also has on headphones, like headphones that you might wear to mow the lawn or go hunting. Over the year jobbers yeah. the big yes. ones. Yeah, like okay. Heavy duty. So this baby is on the shoulder of a road that is not a particularly quiet road. Okay, was, so was sure. the baby leaning? By the way, the baby was it was it leaning against anything? Like was it no. take, taking a break open, or was it open waiting? Road. Or, no, there's what? nothing on the road. I mean, it, this baby is in the road. Like oh, in talking, the road. We're talking like leaving the shoulder, coming into the road. Like is this a real gravel? Story? Oh, girl, it's it's as real as they come. Did you, by any chance, <laughs> hear hooked on a feeling when you was a baby <laughs> dancing? Was it an episode of Ally McBeal? It was, so that's what was weird about this baby is that it was swiveling its hips a lot, and it was kind of translucent. So I wasn't quite sure what to do with this baby. Nope. Back to the road. So <laughs> this baby is on the road. Um, you know, we exclaim, we're like, "What the fuck?" My companion is driving. He screeches the car to Hello. Oh, hey, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Are you asking for legal drip, advice? Drip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You should not be recording this. Yes. He stops the car at kind of like a kind of like a angle to like stop <laughs> traffic from moving. Like a drift. Right? A drift. Yeah. Um, we were in Tokyo, so it was a Tokyo drift. I've never seen any of those movies. I don't know what a Tokyo drift is. Is are they in Tokyo? I think you got it right. <laughs> yep. He what out you would do to stop hitting from a baby? Yeah, oh. you can Tokyo drift. <laughs> <Note> it. <laughs> uh, he jumps out of the car and runs past the baby. What is happening? And then turns around to face the baby and says, "Come here, come on, come on buddy. let's go, buddy." buddy long story short he runs up to the house the door the front door is open he like yells and he somehow attracts the attention of the the guardian of this child lucas as we come to know him and uh this baby had escaped from the house unbeknownst to its guardian and so my companion gets back into the car and i was like why the fuck didn't you grab that baby like 
why wouldn't you pick up that baby? And he's like, uh, coronavirus? <laughs> So, so instead, he called it like a puppy. Fortunately, the child did respond to commands and followed him up the driveway. But like in my mind, if I would have been quick enough to beat him out of the car, you know, to get out of that car, I would have scooped that baby up to my breast and carried him to the home. Um, but in his mind, it was like second nature. Like, oh, no, I just don't touch other people. Like, I'm just not touching people. And so that's wild. And so like, that's a real example. I had kind of been thinking about other examples recently where it's like well what if an old woman let's say i'm outside my home getting my mail i don't wear a mask to go to my mailbox crucify me um what if i'm getting my mail there's an old woman walking by and she falls she can't get up she needs help she's essentially fallen and she can't get up yeah that's a succinct kind of catchy way of saying it <laughs> yeah that's good you that know works. You really yeah. i i look i look closely she doesn't appear to have a jitterbug on her so it's up to me to save this woman do i have to ask for her like consent like may i approach may i touch you do i say hey let me run upstairs real quick and grab my mask um just like what at what point just can we like approach and help people without good samaritan law Good Samaritan law come into effect in any of this? Well, and and we can talk about that both ways. Like, am I endangering her more by running upstairs and exactly. leaving her hanging to get my mask? Or is it more irresponsible of me to approach her maskless? Bad Samaritan. Um, you guys know I'm a mouth breather. I'm a real mouth breather. Heavy mouth say, breather. Yeah, you're a super <laughs> if, yep. there's, yep. if there's a disease out there, I'm fucking getting it. That's just the kind of girl I am. <laughs> and giving it. So, <laughs> getting and giving. <laughs> so, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what we're doing. I think we should all start carrying um, COVID kits, which is like a mask and gloves. So if you ever need to help people out, you have the kit ready to go. Well, Tristan, um, you raise a great point because Chelsea, even though you're not wearing a mask when you go out to the thing, you should carry one with you when you leave. Is that true? Yeah. I feel like it is kind of true. I didn't. I, However, I swear to God, I, I didn't know it. that. <laughs> I don't know. There's no rule. There's no, that's what we're sussing out right now. Yeah, that's that's the whole point yeah. of this. And so like, like, Oh, sorry. For example, like I went to get gas the other day and I realized I didn't have my mask because I'd taken them out of my car to wash them. Cause like, usually I would just keep them in my car. So now you have to drive home, get the masks. Well, I had to drive run home. out of gas. <laughs> I had to drive home, wash my mask, right. wait for it to dry. What'd you do? Just chance? You just chanced it, didn't you? You just rolled the dice. Well, that's it was, where it's all a numbers game. Right. That's what you did, didn't you? No. Got gas I, anyways. I just didn't go get gas. Oh. So you ran out of gas? No, I didn't run out of gas, you guys. I made that's I made myself boring. a little packed. Like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do it now because I have time and then I won't have to do it tomorrow, like before I run my errands. I was just trying to plan ahead. You're being an adult. And then I was like, well, fuck it. Never mind. I'll just go home and then I'll get gas tomorrow. So helping people, you raise a great point here because uh, you, you have to, you're constantly crunching numbers in your head when it comes, at least I am when it comes to COVID. Like it's, I'm always battling the odds whenever I do something like trying to calculate risk. And what I have learned about myself, and I'm going to extrapolate this to human beings in general we are terrible at calculating risk. And I have absolutely no idea if like 
at, at any point if I'm completely overreacting or completely underreacting. And so much of it has to do with like my mood and like my mindset at the time. Let me, let me give you give me a little example here. Sarah and I went Sarah and I went to the zoo yesterday, the Detroit Zoo with our with our daughter who's two years old. It was her first time ever going to the zoo. And we haven't left we don't leave our house very much. And I have definitely noticed like I'm spiraling into like some level of, of mental illness and I just going kind of, I'm just losing touch with reality. And so like we go to the zoo and it's the first time in six months or whatever that we've been around this many people. There's a lot of people there, but it's like they, everybody's spaced out and it's like, they're only letting a certain amount of people in or whatever. And they're very strict so we're like, okay, and we've got our masks on and like we go in and everybody's socially distant. And then we walk into the, the entrance way and it's sort of this like, this like just open space or whatever. And there's these signs everywhere that say like, you are entering a crowded area. You must wear a mask. Okay, cool. I'm thinking, well, why isn't everybody's wearing a mask the whole time? But like, that's beside the point. Within five seconds, walking through this area and I've got my daughter and Sarah's there, my wife, my wife, um, she classic <laughs> classic she um Tom, when you said you're losing touch with reality yeah <laughs> i mean, see this i walk progressing this, to the early aughts this guy walks past me with his family and he's probably in his like 50s or whatever like total just like he's like a dusty white guy like a michigan dusty white sort of dude and no mask on and i just go hey you put a mask on, please. And he sort of stops and his wife turns and she's like, well, we're outside. So like, what's the big deal or whatever. And then Sarah, Sarah's like, Hey, put a mask on. (laughs) And I'm like, there's signs everywhere. There's children around. We went off on these people. And like, it was, this is within 30 seconds of being in the zoo. Within 30 seconds, we just came in hot, like a, just like a torpedo, just <laughs> trying to have a nice day out, screaming at people. And these yeah. people, like we, we, if you would have, if there's a scorecard for this interaction, we destroyed them. Like it wasn't even close. Like it was bullet points. You were just running. We had, down. we had right and might on our side. We, okay. We oh, just like it. annihilated these people in our, our, my heart was pounding. We were sweating. Sarah started crying afterwards. You know what I mean? Like it was adrenaline. A really yeah. Intense I, I, moment. And, uh, and then we, we, so we go out, we're, we're walking around the zoo and it's like, we get out of that main area and it's kind of open. And I realized that like, maybe like, 20% of people in general are not wearing masks. Like if we were going to be like calling people out for not wearing masks, that's all this would have been like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like wow. we can't do this. And so, and, and, but in fairness, there were, there were certain signs at the zoo that were like, wear masks everywhere. And then there were certain signs that were like, you are now entering a high traffic area, like by the monkey cages and stuff. Like, you must wear a mask here or whatever. And it was like really like kind of like not very clear about what it was that you were supposed to do, like you were supposed to do. So I just yelled at that dude. He was probably just like, I'm trying to do, I'm trying. But, and, and I, yeah, I don't know. Wear a mask at all times, I guess. He was not know. trying for No, he wasn't. He deserved yeah. it. But it was just, I, 
So it's me, also, me, oh, sorry. Breach of etiquette on my part? What, are you questioning that? Yeah, breach of etiquette on my part. No. I feel like so we're calling people wanna, out for not wearing masks. I feel like what? you maybe wanted to pick a fight, like your first Hell big, yeah, big trip out. You know, like I think I you were ready for somebody roll. to like. But yeah. I was also like, I'm very much like, like I said, like not knowing if I'm, you know, I was very much like on pins and needles, like I, you know what I mean. I don't, what I, I don't know. So I was ready. Yes. So was it a breach of etiquette? Well, here's here's what I think we should talk about before we before we get to that question is like what fuels these passions because like <laughs> like His there's very little there is very little that i would that would cause me to like pick a fight with a stranger um and so let's say in a pre-pandemic world there's a short list of things yeah 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 would well, cause yeah, me to do yeah. that like if i saw a man you know a, you know being physically inappropriate with a, a child or a young woman, you know, those are the type, that's the caliber. Yep. Yeah. Right. It would take me to actually pick a fight with a stranger. So I, and because, because that's something that transgresses my like personal core values, like that's something that gets me fired up. And so I'm, I'm guessing like, what's the transgression here for you, Tom? Is it his disregard for, is it here's, is it, I'll tell you. Is it a, okay? I won't give you yeah. options. Let's just no, hear I, it. I don't. I thought. I thought about this a lot. So, the, yeah, it's my the the oh, zoo you know can't. Be, <laughs> the only reason that the zoo and the zoo is like a metaphor for any like anything good. The zoo can only be open if we like all agree that we're not going to kill each other. You know what I mean? And like, I can't if you. You don't get to decide as some dusty white dude from like Tecumseh, Michigan or whatever, like get to decide, sorry, Tecumseh, to get to decide that like you don't have to adhere to that contract, like because you don't feel like it. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not, you don't get to make that decision. It is like, it is not, it is a direct affront to my liberty as a person. You know what I mean? Like, and my safety and the safety of my family. I go to the zoo because, you know, I'm like figuring that like, all right, it it's the zoo's open, so it must be safe, let alone so but but then I have to deal with these like I'm gonna say it, jabronis walking around sans mask. You know what I mean? Like basically saying like utter disregard and and I even dig into a little bit more, like they're flaunting their disregard because it's like basically like saying it's like like okay, it's like saying uh, I don't, I don't care about anybody except myself, and I want all of you people to know. And it's not just about like I don't care about anybody except myself. Whatever, deal with it. It's like I might kill your parents. You know what I mean? Like I might have this, and I'm not doing what I can to like not transmit it to you. I could very easily give it to you. You go see your parents. You give it to them. They're seventy. You kill them. You know what I mean? Like, that's I think what I disagree. I, I, but I, I, I don't believe that people, I don't believe that, I don't believe that that man that you crucified at the zoo in his mind was like, I don't care if I kill 
I'm sorry, I shouldn't say your child's name. Can we take that out? <laughs> we'll bleep it. It's just, it's filthy anyway. It's it's obscene. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, I don't believe that that man at the zoo, in his mind, was like, I could kill someone here today, and I don't care. I just yeah. think his like perception of the virus is very different. Yep. Than yours. Um, and it might've been because he was in a different headspace that day. Like you said, it kind of changes like from day to day. And right. I know that like y- your headspace these, isn't so capricious that you wouldn't right. wear a mask and to these, the zoo. These, but. Ti- these things, like, that's not an excuse in these times. You got to be fucking vigilant. You have to be in a good headspace or you are going to kill people. It's not about like, Oh, like, Oh, I, I just wasn't thinking about it today or whatever. So like, maybe I get in a fender bender. It's like, Oh no, I might spread this disease. To people. But in his heart of hearts, if he doesn't believe that his actions could spread the disease, uh-huh. do you well, still think he's just, like a monster? Yeah. Because he's dis he's disassociated from reality. I mean, there, there's no excuse yeah. in not knowing that. Like I, I think, can't, I can't yeah. give you a pass for not knowing that other like willful ignorance. And then willful ignorance, if you know anything about breach of etiquette, is a get out of here. You got no time get for that. Here. So let me first I want to point out the interesting thing where there's we're talking about personal freedoms at, at a zoo where <laughs> no, you're talking about a zoo where there's, there's, there's animals there's that are, are you ready for this? This is perfect. So we were we were at the ver- we were at the, by the grizzly bears and there's a security guard. We're in cages, correct? Yeah, no, it had closed. They, it, the zoo had closed. There's a security guard there telling everybody that they have to leave. And there's this guy and this woman again, dusty whites. Again, it's always dusty white folks. Mm-hmm. And they're up there, and the guy's like, "Oh, you know, you got we got to close up or whatever." And the guy's like, "Oh, you guys are sure are telling us a lot of stuff we got to do and what we can and can't do today at the zoo, huh? Obviously referring to like the social distance and masks or whatever. He goes, he says, he goes, I swear to God, he goes, you, man, you could do a whole lot of cool stuff at the zoo here. <laughs> the lady goes, the lady goes, yeah, used to be, you could go, you could throw marshmallows at these bears. <laughs> Throwing oh, marshmallows. Horrifying. I know. I'm like, so, this is what I'm talking about. So like 50 Those years ago. The okay. ones that were like pissed that you can't throw marshmallows at the cage yeah. of bears anymore. At the <laughs> like it's so many levels of like, so like these dickheads showed up anything. to the draft pen with a package of Sour Patch Kids. And they're like, what? I'm sorry. Have things changed? Yeah. yeah. I can't just ch- I can't huck Sour Patch Kids at the giraffes like it's like, <laughs> anymore. I want to see them <laughs> wrestle over it. it used yeah. to be cool. You got so many rules here at the zoo. I can't even go in there anymore. <laughs> it's, it's like this is what I'm talking about. It's like so if we take if we take out the the percentage of the people that are just like I'm against it. They're they're arguing freedom stuff there or the willful ignorance and we take out those group i think there's a huge group that we don't really talk about that are just really bad at adaptability and they're it's going to take them so much longer to process i know that that's not an excuse tom by the look on your face it's not what i'm that's not i (laughs) don't know that i just that's one of the things that we the humans are great at though but not everyone, not- <laughs> though. Honestly, I mean, it oh, it constantly surprises me the level of stupid that's out there. <laughs> oh man, <Is> that what <laughs> it this does. Is? Also, it's been six months, and 
sometimes I get out of the car to walk into the grocery store and I forget my mat. I get halfway to the store and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I have to walk yeah. back and get my mat. No, fair. I get it. I'm yeah. just- I know. I know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that kind of, but at least you have the presence of mind to be like, oh, like I'm going into this, the grocery store, AKA the Thunderdome now because <laughs> yeah. everybody has to fucking go there. It's yeah. just like a, it's a disaster. Yeah. Like that is the epitome we are. You guys, oh, have you found that brother. your your shopping trips take about twice as long these days because out of deference? Like I find myself just waiting for people to do things. Nobody else seems to be doing that for me, but I will definitely wait at a cross section of aisles or something for somebody to grab their uh, you know frozen French fries out of the thing and then move on so I can get in there and get my French fries. We just do Instacart or shipped or whatever. We don't. I don't mm-hmm. even deal with it. Like I just can't. I mean, I can, and I do, and I have, and I will, but like, I'd rather not. Um, I don't, now that I, yeah, now that we've kind of talked more about it, I don't think that was a breach of etiquette for On you my part. to, okay. no, for you to accost that man and his wife. <laughs> and um, that is what happened. <laughs> Normally I would say I didn't accost him, but I did. And so, yeah. You just yeah. came we in went, hot. We, went, we came in hot. We came in so hot. Ready. Yeah. yeah. If, if anyone says anything to me, if, any, if, I, if anyone's not wearing that mask, I swear the first thing I'll do. It was the first guy I saw that wearing a mask. Just drop the hammer on it. Before you got out of the car, you turned to Sarah and you're like, you were ready to fuck shit up. And then <laughs> the funny thing is, is that by, you know, cut to like a half hour later, we're just laughing about it because like nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. I mean? We're like, oh man. Strangely, the animals had masks on though. Yeah, right. So that's the thing, Tom, like to what end? So like if you, you roasted this guy, yeah. why did you roast everyone else? Also, do you think in, in what way was that effective? Is it more effective? Like, if, if your end goal is to get people to be effective. socially responsible, you think yeah. it was effective? Not my end goal, but yeah. Like, is there any value in, like, going up to someone without a mask? I'm sorry, approaching them, like, eight feet away and then saying, like... It would really mean a lot to me if you wore a mask. Like, my family and I are trying to enjoy this day, and, like, it's very scary and disconcerting to see folks without a mask. Like, what if you came in with a more of a level head? What Chelsea, would you live in Michigan. You know that that does not work. <laughs> Come on. How dare you ask that question? Hi. I just I'd wonder. Like to talk to you about something. Like, was your goal to embarrass, to shame him, which I don't think yeah. is a bad goal. I don't think it's it a was. bad goal. Okay. I mean, well, that was part of it. Yeah. Part, yeah. It was... How did, I mean, it, there was that. Yeah, I wanted him to feel bad because he's a fucking prick. Yeah, I think that's fine. So, fuck you. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, I don't, it's important now. Like, you was before, I can't, and another point is, here's something else about the zoo, about not wearing a mask at the zoo that kind of surprises me. So, it's a rule. I mean, it's a generally a rule, wear a mask at the zoo. That's like one of the rules that they have there or whatever. Although, I will say, and this is a tangent, and I digress here. They they were there were some sort of confusing messages coming from the Detroit Zoo, but <laughs> yeah, I, there was it was weird. <laughs> animals wearing masks, like and there were jokes about animals with masks on, and then the reptile. Were there animals with masks? No, but oh. they had signs with like raccoons, and they were like even the animals are wearing masks. You know what I mean? Like that kind of that thing. Like her. that kind of yeah, you get it. Yeah, it was cringeworthy. Yeah, yeah. but. 
it's like, was, are we supposed to wear them all the time? Or are we supposed to wear them sometimes or just like in these certain areas or whatever? But also let's just assume the general assumption is that you wear a mask everywhere at the zoo. And that's just the, a rule of part of cost of entry. If you want to go into the zoo, you got to wear a mask the whole time. That's kind of what they were laying out. That was a general assumption. And some people weren't wearing masks because they're pieces of shit. So, but if I go to, like, let's say there's no COVID and I go to the zoo and I'm just walking around with my cock out the entire time because I feel like it, you know what I mean? Like, is that okay? Like the rule is huh. don't, don't walk around. I'm serious. Don't walk around with your cock out as a rule because people don't, I don't want to see that. It's not, nobody's even going to get a, a communicable disease probably from, from that. What if people throw uh, marshmallows at it? Does that change your opinion at all? But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, why? I mean, it's so much more dangerous to walk around without a mask than to walk around with your dick out or your vagina or your breasts or your Justin, your butthole out. Um, it's so much less dangerous to do that. Yet, and everybody agrees that that's something that we want to do. Like, like you know. Well, yeah, I think that's, oh, sorry, that's a big conversation because what, you know, party stores have no shirts, no shoes, no service, and yeah. no one, or hardly anyone, raises a, a stink about that, but you, you tack on mask to that, and suddenly it's an infringement on people's rights as Americans? The, uh, um, the mask situation over here is definitely yeah. not as not as political as it is over there, I think. I mean, it is so and it's not a thing. I don't even yeah. think it's a thing here. Like, we don't have to wear masks. I mean, only if you're in a first wave, enclosed. I mean, we didn't even have any on the island. I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, it's only when the second wave hit. Yeah, first wave, there was like no was masks. Like, the bus but we are all also at home for three months. So. Yeah. yeah. Are people, are people in Iceland like, super angry with the, I guess, the government? about this like ours it's like this whole you guys have no idea what the <laughs> reality is like here as i mean it's constant all day every day like argue government departments arguing with each other people arguing with each other it's nuts like it's no. not is it like that no or no or it's uh <sighs> It's it's re <clears throat> let's see. Well, we don't have the same governmental issues that currently the U.S. is dealing with. As how far dare as, you? you know, how dare you? Greatest country in the world. Greatest greatest country in the world. The best <laughs> cannot be beaten. Yep, can't undefeated. Be beaten. Never yeah. lost a war. Never, Never lost a war. Never. Never um, met a war that we didn't like. <laughs> that's also true. Never lost oh, you a, got war. a war going. We want to get in there. Oh yeah. my god, I feel so. In sick. every war, been uh, in yeah. every war and never lost any wars. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Um, number one, no, greatest country. Number one, <laughs> we're all in agreement. Uh, no, I think the issue over here, everybody was pretty on board with far as far as like contact tracing goes, and also well, you guys got to do that over there because you can't. You end up fucking your cousin if you don't. Well, <laughs> that's right? true. There's a slim. That's a, that's a different website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Trace in your contacts all the time. Otherwise, yeah. you can end up your kid's gonna have a tail. <laughs> yeah. There's some truth in that. Um, but also, there's a there's a good chance that if somebody doesn't do that, you're wiping out all of Icelanders. You know, like it's such a small yeah. population that I Iceland just disappears as a concept. So you have to be very careful about that. Um, yeah 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 that's a good that's a good point uh that's a good point 
Uh, but also we've got uh, here because it's the cities, Democrat run cities. Well, right. There's they're, cesspools, right? They're willing I mean, just to just violence and riots yeah. from, from what I see. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the small population also helps with the amount of testing that we're able to do over here. Like the testing is readily, readily available, which I know it is not in the States that still it's, it's Plus hard you're to get an NFL player. there. Well, yeah, right. If or, you play yeah, professional football, you can get you're getting tested. Sure, absolutely. You, you got to, yeah. Um, got so I think line up be fucked if you know. Yeah. We have uh, we've got companies over here that just volunteer that you can come get tested, and we'll just do that for you. You know, so it's it's different, and also, okay. yeah, there's no culture war raging over here like there is in the U.S. So masks are just sort of like a concept of like oh, like a very. Uh, general idea of like if you're going to be in an enclosed space or public transportation for more than 15 minutes put a fucking mask on and most okay. people do it yeah and people aren't fighting it it's not like a political statement not to do so and um when when everyone had to stay at home everyone stayed at home and we did it that wasn't for about a, a week and a half here before everybody was like <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> open it up <laughs> Open it up. My I got a jet ski and I need to get on some yeah. water. All right. Exactly. Yeah. I got to plant my whatever. Uh, Jabby Nooners around the corner. I got to get ready. <laughs> they went, they did that. I know they did. I know. And you know what's know. funny about Jabby Nooner is that the sheriff's department was like, look, we're not policing this. Yeah. They were just like, we're not going down. We're not sending people down there because they'll all get sick and die. You got you got to drain that lake and start over again. It's over. <laughs> hey, over I'm there. from St. Clair and Lake St. Clair is <laughs> it needs to be something needs to happen to it. Yeah. Check the pH balance over there. Yeah. See what's yeah, going I, on. Uh, yeah, a little. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a little. So, Chelsea, I feel like we 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 want to get back to your concept of helping people because it's an interesting sort of question. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think the like the the reasonable answer was like, baby girl, you got to take your COVID kit. I mean, I think that that was the best solution offered. Yeah. I'm just so worried that that woman will perish. Yeah. Can I uh, can I run can I run you guys through a scenario that I had that I dealt with COVID related and and related to helping people? I guess. Yes. I'm gonna do my show. I'm doing it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, um, my neighbor knocked on my door and I'll spare you a lot of the backstory. Yeah. It, it's kind of been, it's kind of been a little touch and go lately with the neighbor. Um, this is a guy who just uh-huh. kind of showed up over there one day. Like it was a woman living there. And then this guy showed up and he was there for a while and this is the guy who he came over to he came over to my house. He knocked on the door and he knocked on the door and and I uh and I was like, Can I help you? You know, like from behind the door. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? He's like, Come out, come out here. No no mask. And I'm not wearing a mask. And I go, Okay, well, I'm gonna grab a mask. He's like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, I will too. So I go, I get my mask and put it on, I go outside, and he's on sitting on my front porch and he's got his mask on. I would say begrudgingly, not begrudgingly, it's on, but it's like barely on. This guy doesn't have time for masks. And so he sits down and he starts talking to me about how something happened, some his buddy's gonna Western Union him some money and Jeez. all this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, the sort of the old 
my car ran out of gas. Can you just give me a uh, thing yeah, or whatever sure. that? And I'm thinking, is he working a grift? Is he- do I look like a mark? And I, I do look like a mark because I'm these. I get it all the time, but I want to hear him out. He's my neighbor, you know, and so or at least living <laughs> in the house next door to me. We're spending a lot of time there. I don't know if he's actually my neighbor, but he he says, well, they got a Western Union at Kroger. And I can't get there because he doesn't have a car and the buses aren't running because of COVID the right way. And he, the Kroger closes in 15 minutes. Can I drive him to Kroger to go to the Western Union? Hmm. <sighs> What'd you do? To, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, the, the answer is no. Like Did you, you call sh- him an Uber? I just, That's what you should have so, done. I'll get you a my lift. neighbor. Is Uber running right now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Heck yeah. Totally. Yeah. No. Of course. Ooh. What do you think? Are you going to shut it down? Not everyone has transportation. Well, okay. We survived Clearly. in a world without ride shares. Sorry. Anyways, back to uh, Randall yes. or whatever his name was. So I don't remember. Randall. Um, do you remember his name? Jen? You met him. Uh, I think it started with a B, like Bernard or something like that. Randall? Randall? I think it was Brandon. <laughs> Randall. <laughs> Bernard. Bernard. The family Bernard. name. Brand. Arnold. Arnold. Um, so what'd so, you do, Tom? I got to know what you did. Yeah, so I took him. <gasps> so, uh, yeah. You are a mark. Oh, you're so easy. <laughs> well, shit, man. It's like, I. When, when he said, come out here, and you went out there, he was like, I got him. Got yeah, him. He's like, right this then. guy's taking me wherever do, I want to go. Yeah. Do anything so, I ask him to. Yeah. Yeah, and I did. And so I took him, and, <laughs> but we're both wearing masks, and we're in the car. And I get in the car. He's got his mask on. I've got my mask on. I roll, I roll all the windows down. What was this? What was this? What, man, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. I don't know. I'm not driving you. Did, you. did you at least get a work out a cut of the money? Like, hey, I, I, I take offered, off 10%. He was talking. He, he was trying to get 50 bucks. And he was like, I'll give you $5. Oh, jeez. I don't want any money. Um, this bumps me up. Tom, quick question. Over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, inside baseball here. Was it the Kroger in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, right. So, is it too close for to walk there? There's no way he could have walked there. He could have made it he, before they closed. He, he could have gone the next oh. day. Yeah, no, he couldn't have because he had to. He was meeting up with his, his with his guy, and he had to. Yeah, I'm sure he had quite a story this. for you. And he could have. <laughs> yeah, right. He could have ridden a bike there in Dude, less I, than 15 minutes. So, anyways, I take him there. I'm surprised you didn't just give him your car. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I got all the windows down in my car, and we're going. It was a nice day, so I got all the windows down. We got and we got our masks on or whatever. And like he's talking to me about God knows what. He just got out of prison, and he's think he's gonna he's gonna move back down to Tennessee. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! And so, but eventually, the ma- his mask totally it just slid down. It's like on the oh no, you know what I mean? It's just not. He's making a show of trying to pull it up or whatever. We get to the Kroger and he goes inside and and comes back out like 10 minutes, nah, five minutes later or whatever. And I'm like, how'd it go? And he's like, they're closed. I'm like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. He goes, but the guy there told me there's another one. Another there's Kroger. Actually, yep. There's another. West Always Kroger. Kroger that's open. We're making there's the a, rounds. This, nice. There's a Western Union at this liquor store down on Michigan Avenue. Or oh, okay. I'm like, Son of a bitch! Luckily, I know where that is. Um, <laughs> so you're so, just a drop man, like you're you're I, he, you're a wheel I, man for this. Dude. Yeah, I was yep. the wheel man. So I drive him to that one to the to that <laughs> liquor store. Same situation. 
Lots of talking about prison, mask off. I'm just like, fucking Christ. Why did so, you lose it on him? Why did you lose it on the uh, guy from the zoo, but not losing it on him, Tom? Well, because at this he point... He just got out of prison. <laughs> he w- and he was wearing it. It would just slowly slide down. Okay. And then I'm pulled surprised, back up. though, because you're like a, down, you're a pretty straightforward guy. I, I would have expected you to be like, buddy, you got to keep that over the nose. Yeah, I was like this close. But like as it was like, we're at Kroger. Okay. Then is this before or after the zoo thing? This is way before the zoo thing. Okay. Would you ask him to put his seatbelt on if he didn't have it on? Yeah, I did actually. As a matter of fact, that's okay. put a seatbelt on because was it because almost, your car was dinging or because yeah 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 exactly yeah they're just gonna keep doing that <laughs> and so then we go and guess what second western closed and so then he just had me drop him off at the gas station on the corner of Michigan Ave and Prospect so and it was like. And he was just like, I don't want you to be driving me around everywhere. And I was like, okay, great. We've already been out for like a half hour, but that's neither here nor there. But that, so that, uh, that had happened. You're, so you're taking you're, him to Tennessee. <laughs> so <laughs> next weekend, we're going down to Memphis. Road trip. And, yeah, you I, you uh, bought him a Prius, which is yeah, like really yeah. generous. Tell me he asked. What are you supposed to say when somebody asks, right? right? Well, um, what he put, like, you're, it's like. I don't know. I mean, I grew, I grew, I was raised in a way like your neighbor, you do, you do for your neighbors. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. It was just weird. Was just, You're a good man. Oh, You're, you did the right thing. Um, damn it. I came back inside and Sarah was like, what's going on? And I was like, no way out of this. It was nice of Sarah to let you back into the house after you came back. <laughs> no, from that I was going to say, Sarah's a better woman than I am. And you're a better man than I, Whoever was driving yeah, that car yeah, yep. with that baby. Right. Well, yep, that baby. Yep, full circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to grab that baby. Like, babe, you're not, you're not taking this man anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm far too skeptical of, he's not your neighbor. He's a strange man who your neighbor let move in with her. Like, he's not your fucking it was her, neighbor. It's her brother. Turns well, out. we know that now, but I would have been lease? like, no, like you are my, <laughs> you're my partner. You're the father of my child and you're not driving a strange man around town. To $50. I, think Sarah was like, I think Sarah was like, yeah, go, go drive over. Right <laughs> <laughs> this one's on you. Good luck. Yeah, like, right. anyway, let's see how this mm-hmm. goes. See you in an hour, you moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway. when you were driving this guy around, and he reached yeah. over to put his hand on your thigh. Did you ask him to put gloves on? Um, you know, that, the whole, like, I, I was never in danger of a sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just still have so many questions about that. Do you feel like it was 100% safe? Like, no. because his mask was slipping. So, like, it was definitely he not put 100% you, safe. right, but he, he put you more at risk than Mr. Zoo. Yeah, I know. No, totally, totally. But so, the thing that Mr. Zoo had, the, the difference is, is that Mr. Zoo made a dis- Okay, let me think this through for a yeah. second. I think you got him, back to you. I think you might have got me. <laughs> but Mr. Zoo wasn't, so Mr. Zoo's so this neighbor, one, yeah. and also Mr. Zoo went to a place where he made a tacit agreement to behave in a way that was 
beneficial to like everyone who was going to that place i know but brandon right? went to your porch he went to and, my house mm-hmm. yeah he went to your mm-hmm. porch and like clearly you take this like public health <laughs> issue seriously because you went and got a mask before you talked yeah. to him and he was yeah. all slouchy mask about it all oh it doesn't yeah. feel good oh we'll connect better if my mask is <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I think it was, I went slightly on, I, he put me slightly on tilt, which is, I think is a good, um, you know, the difference to have you good, good mindset. Yeah. If you want me to do something for you, put me on tilt, pop me right in the nose out of the gate. And then I'll be like, ah, okay. But like <laughs> the guy, the, phased you. Yeah, phased me. the guy at the zoo, I mean, I came in looking for, I mean, not looking for trouble, but like I was in high alert of looking for somebody, like looking for like weaknesses or whatever. Like I and I and I didn't plan on saying something to the guy at the zoo. It just like when I saw him, I'm usually really in control of myself and like this. Everybody relax. I am. I'm pretty unflappable when it comes <laughs> right. to when when I mean, I am. Flappable. Oh, that's what so I think of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You seem yeah. to be okay. keeping it pretty cool right here. Yeah. So, but I'm. Well, hey, I'm, not. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, um, but for for the first time in a long time, I first long time, I as long as I can remember, uh, a feeling. Of, it was it was all just reflex. Like I've never like. You know, I had no filter. It just came out. Like, I just said it. I didn't plan. I didn't think about saying it to that guy and then say it. It just was like, put a mask on. It just came out. I don't know. I think well, there is was, that your par- parental instinct, I wonder, because the kid was there? That's like, what I was saying. There's another component to it. You were protecting the family where within the car, you had made the agreement, hey, I'm just myself yeah. going, hey, I'm going to get in and it. Car. And it would be an intellectual jump to say, okay, yeah, like it is, does affect my family, the car thing. This was a much more primal, like they're right here yep. or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I wanted Penelope to see your dad just like, yep. yeah. What were you wearing? Um, I just want to see what you were wearing when you told, when you. I looked pretty good. Okay. I, say that. Uh, I looked pretty, pretty good. Were you good. wearing like a character shirt, something that said something on it? That was just like, hey. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no mask, no, you know. World's wearing... best farter, I'm a father. <laughs> I would love that. No, throwback, throwback. I was wearing Fashion Man. Oh, really? The jacket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Really? Nice. It's great now. <sighs> I told you. Yeah, I was wearing fashion. I told you. It's true. That's very validating to hear. The fashion yeah. is still in the rotation. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This fashion man season right now. So. <laughs> man, sure it is. It's a light jacket kind of kind of uh, yeah. season we're in. Okay. So, I think we've sort of given a broad sort of little teaser into some of the things that we're going to be talking about this season. Um, I'm excited to really dive into this with you guys. Uh, I know I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. And... Um, it's a charged atmosphere and I appreciate you guys rising to the level here because I didn't want to be a bunch of wet noodles just flopping around, like not putting it out there, but I, I'm, I feel like you put it out there and I appreciate that. Um, and to the listeners, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at, um, 1-800-FU.com and go ahead. At cool.com. No, uh, cool. obviously, you can yeah. get, get in touch with us at the Sauropod, um, any of that stuff. 
we would love to engage. Uh, and with that, this has been episode one, season three, Breach of Etiquette. Thank you and good night. I love you. Thank you.